Hey you, today is Monday, April 4th. Welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you stopped by. Now, if you're new, I'd like to take a moment to share what we do here. Every Monday, we reflect on our past week's quote and we grade the week. Then we focus on the quote for this week and we use it for motivation and inspiration for the week ahead. In the end, we discuss a few highlights from the book of the month. Okay, let's jump in. Can you believe that it's already April? These weeks are going so quickly. Well, stay dry because you know the saying, April showers brings May flowers. And my Monday here is a bit rainy. So last week's quote is one that I really enjoyed because there was no frills to it. It got to the point. The quote was, when you are entrusted with an assignment, you do your best by two you you. When you're entrusted with an assignment, you do your best. There's no frills there. It means just do the job. You know, last week over social media, I posted a photo of myself and my oldest son, who is 11, who is also now taller than me. It's an interesting dynamic. We're getting used to it. And I took this photo and put it on social media because we weren't posed for the camera. You see, my husband took that photo of us as my son and I were talking and joking while playing on the basketball court. And I wrote the caption, how can you teach your children what to do in life? We can't tell them everything to do, but we can teach them small lessons along the way. And all we can do is hope and pray that as they're listening to us or maybe not listening to us or maybe not really even paying attention, that something is seeking, sinking in. That one day when faced with a situation, that they can go through their roller decks of memories and pull up that lesson that you taught. And I wrote, when given the choice, because it is a choice. When we're given an assignment, we have the choice to either half-ass the work, complain, or just accept the job and do our best. I also shared the story of when my son would go to school and he'd come back with an assignment he wasn't happy with the grade and he would start to share all the frustration of the assignment and I would look at him and I would say well did you do your best and at times he would say yes I did my best and he would get excited and share again all of the details and all the steps that he went through to make sure that he was doing his best but there are other times those other times that he would look at me and put his head down there'd be a long pause 
And then he'd tell me, no, I didn't do my best. I didn't do my very best. And it's those moments where we'd have a conversation. Because I'm like, I don't care what the grade is if you did your best. We can work with that. But if you didn't do your best, then that tells me that grade is not a true representation of what you know on the topic. And it's hard to identify where we can assist and get you help and support because you didn't do your best. How did you do last week with this quote? Again, there's no frills. You either did your best or you complained or you half-assed the work. It really comes down to those choices. So how did you do? For me, if I had to grade my last week, I'm giving myself an A. It wasn't easy to get excited about the assignment that I was given, but I can tell you now that I can't wait for this week to start because of the work I put in last week and the shift in my mindset has set me up for success this week. I took a step back and I evaluated the situation and I started to get to work. Remember I said there's no frills. Just do your best. Well, I'm adding to that and get to work. What does that mean? It means to start identifying what steps I need to take immediately to start getting this task towards completion. Although this assignment will not officially be transitioned for another 83, 84 days, I would rather start now and not be rushed to be prepared so I can do my best. So what's your grade? Remember, we don't fail here. You can get an A, a B, or a C, and that grade is totally up to you because each and every one of us, we have our own rubric scale. So for me, it was an A. I dove in, and I can say I genuinely did my best last week. But regardless of whatever grade you are giving yourself, grade yourself, identify areas that you may need to make some adjustments, and set the week behind us. Because we're in a new week. We're not dwelling on the past. We're moving forward. So this week's quote is from an author. And I'm going to continue to do some research on this author because I wasn't able to find as much information as I wanted to. And not only should I say author, but an actor is really where their their passion lies. And I'm going to share with you not just the quote, but a little bit more background to the quote for this week. And it goes like this. The sure way to miss success is to miss the opportunity. This actor says, I normally tell my graduates during some of my training sessions that they are not unemployed because they can't find a job. They're unemployed because they cannot see or are blinded to the opportunities that abound around them. And the author of this quote and phrase is Victor Charles. 
So the specific quote for this week is the sure way to miss success is to miss the opportunity. And what I thought was interesting about this quote is that it ties into last week. You see, last week, again, we were told when entrusted with an assignment, do your best. But the reality is the assignment that may have been given to you is may not have been an assignment that you have sought out. And if we say no, or if we half-ass the work, or if we just complain, we can end up missing success and missing an opportunity. The sure way to miss success is to miss the opportunity. You know, last week I said that I dove in, I started to get the work done. And because I have so much time before this deadline, I was able to do a lot of research and seek out tools from other industries to see if it could help me be organized for this transition that's coming up. And where I found myself was in the world of project management, learning about Gantt charts, learning about work breakdown structures. And I found ways that I not only can be more organized with this specific transition, but I can actually incorporate these tools in my weekly assignments. And it's giving me an opportunity to build visuals that I can sit down with my bosses and let them know that I put the time, the energy into these transitions, which I truly believe, and I will update you next week, will give me the upper hand so they know that I did the work. I did my best and they green light my transition plan. But the additional step here is that there is an opportunity for me. In the position that I'm in, in about 16 months, I'm supposed to, we'll see, transition to another office. And that office is very heavy within project management. In this opportunity of this transition, I'm already tapping into that knowledge in that project management role ahead of schedule, giving me the opportunity to start to practice with these tools. So the sure way to miss success is to miss the opportunity. What opportunities are you going to lean into this coming week? Opportunities that you may not have thought of yesterday, but maybe introduced to you on Wednesday. What opportunities are we going to take the chance so we don't miss success? I'm excited for it. Now, we are in a new month. And that means there's a new book of the month. And I have to say, I'm sorry, I did start this new book a little early, but I'm going to introduce the book today. I'm slowing down. So you have time to get the book and follow along with me if you'd like. So the new book for this month is Leadership Lessons of the Navy Seals by Jeff Cannon and John Cannon. Now, Yes, I have some military experiences and I have to say I don't know much about the Navy and I definitely don't know much about Navy SEALs, but 
in just the first few pages of this book, I can tell that this is going to be one of those books for me I will have on the shelf to be a a quick and easy read that I will continue to go back to. What I like thus far about this book is that it's broken up into what they're calling lessons. And in each lesson, it's also built into categories. So there's a whole chapter on organization. There's another on leadership. There is one on setting goals. That's the beginning, setting goals. And I'm really enjoying it. I think we're going to have a lot of fun here. To give you just a quick sneak peek, there's one area that it was so good. I put an entire large sticky note in the middle of it and then I wrote a bunch of notes on it. And I'm going to read a little section for you. It says, somewhere along the way, either because of the excessive efforts to retain workers or become of the excessive elimination of organizational structures, managers lost their ability to lead. When they made decisions, they were unpopular with their troops. They were not supported by senior management. Their lines of communication were circumvented and became ineffective as their subordinates emailed senior management directly. On top of this, the willingness of companies to lay off their employees earlier in the decade were reflected in a climate of skepticism and mistrust among their same workers. And now, after a bat of high-profile cases of corporate corporation corruption, their mistrust has increased further. And then it says, loyal to no one and motivated overwhelmingly by salary, convinced in the size of the corporate gym. Convenience in the size of the corporate gym. That was just an excerpt, and I wrote on there, amen. Being someone that is in management, it's frustrating when you think, if I'm not trusted by my senior leaders, the people above me, and if I'm disrespected by the people below me, how am I to do my job? How am I to make decisions that are the right decisions? How am I to come into work and do my best each and every day? How am I supposed to come into work and seek out creative solutions and opportunities for the organization to grow and benefit, to reach success if I'm not trusted to lead, if I'm not trusted to manage. That was really a snippet that was focused on management. But throughout this book thus far, there are just nuggets that transition from work to everyday life, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm going to back up. I'm going to start again on this book, but it's really, really good. Again, it's the leadership lessons of the Navy SEAL. It's one of those books that it's going to be difficult to put it down. It also says here in the front, getting your feet wet is the best way to learn how to swim. SEALs teach a leadership the same way, by forcing students to get in and get their hands dirty. The key to success, the only key, 
is to put leadership theory into practice. And that is ultimately what this book is trying to do by giving us lessons, lessons that we can immediately put into practice. So this is the book of the month, Leadership Lessons of the Navy SEAL. And our quote for this week is the sure way to miss success is to miss opportunities, lean into the opportunities this week. There may be something again that might show up on Wednesday or Thursday or maybe even Saturday, something that you wouldn't have always considered. But if you take a step back and we really evaluate it, there may be some hidden opportunities in there that will allow us to reach the goals, allow us to gain success in whatever we are diving into. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'm excited for it. Happy April and stay safe till next time. Thank you.